You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hi, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. So we on this show, you've probably been listening to our show enough to know that we try to get guests who are fascinating. Well, I think if we were to have a competition for the most interesting people in the world, she would make the final table, certainly. Her name is Jennifer Shahadi. She is a championship-level chess player. She is the winner of the first Open Face High Roller Championship in Prague. She's a fascinating woman. We're going to talk to her, Jennifer Shahadi. And then we're going to talk to one of our sponsors. His name is Chip Gray, and he is the CEO of Pro Caliber Poker Tables. We're going to talk to him about how you can have a wonderful Pro Caliber Poker Table in the comfort of your home, and it's not very expensive. So stay tuned. We'll be talking to those two guests, and we'll have a mailbag segment, too. We'll be right back. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. If you're a poker player and in New Jersey, you can play me online at WSOP.com New Jersey, Monday, March 21st at 6 p.m. And not only do you get to play against me for a few hands, but you would also play for a free entry into the Harris Atlantic City WSOP Circuit Main Event on March 23rd and 24th. Just head on over to HouseOfCardsRadio.com and click on the link that says, What else? Play Dave to go to the WSOP.com website. Sign up and then buy into Monday's qualifier for the Harris main event. It's that simple. Play me and play for a chance to get into the main event at Harris Atlantic City. All on WSOP.com in New Jersey. Play me Monday, March 21st at 6 p.m. Remember, Monday, March 21st at 6 p.m. And play for a chance to get into the main event at Harris Atlantic City. All on WSOP.com in New Jersey. Go to HouseOfCardsRadio.com and click on the link that says Play Dave. Hi, listeners. You're listening to House of Cards. Welcome back. I'm Ashley Adams, your host. We at this show like to have guests who are 
multi-talented who have demonstrated abilities in lots of different ways, especially in the world of games and gaming. We are very fortunate to have somebody who has excelled not just in poker, which we'll certainly hear about, but also and especially in the world of chess. Her name is Jennifer Shahadi. She is a two-time American woman's chess champion and also the editor of Chess Life Online. Are you there, Jennifer? Jennifer, are you there? Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. First of all, I just tell the listeners where you're from. Where do you live? I'm in Philadelphia, but I travel probably, you know, half the year or something like that. I, I go to St. Louis a lot because it's the capital of chess right now. And then I'm often on the circuit um, playing in different events for poker stars, and I spend about a month in Vegas. So, uh, How is it that St. Louis is the capital of the chess world in the United States? Well, it happened because of a philanthropist, uh, Rex Sinkfield, who decided to, after having a very successful investment career in California, decided to move back to St. Louis and decided to uh, create this uh, chess community. And it really just quickly blew up because nobody was taking chess seriously in that kind of philanthropic way, um, not only bringing it into the schools, which luckily many people in America are doing and all over the world, but also hosting really prestigious tournaments, both on the national and the international level, um, not with the expectation of necessarily being able to get the money right back, but more to increase the chess culture in the country. And it really worked. So it's uh, not only the capital of chess in America, but it's almost uh, one of the, the main chess cities in the world right now. Wow. So let me ask you, because I know not very much about the current chess world. I mean, I know something about it. I know there are lots of good poker players who are also outstanding chess players like yourself. But can one make a living playing chess? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially at the very top. Um, there's lots of money in it, in it at the top. Um, it's kind of like, I, I guess it would be similar to some to lots of other sports like that, like uh, rock climbing or type, types of like fringe things, like skateboarding, where at the top there's some people making a lot of money. So but when then you say... There, then there's a massive drop-off right after that. So when you say at the top, you mean the best five or six chess players in the country can make a lot of money, or do you mean the top few hundred chess players in the United States? Um, I would say the top 10 in the world can make, uh, you know, make millions, but the top five in the country can make a decent living. And then after that, you know, people can maybe get by or make a really good living if they combine chess with uh, teaching and writing. The thing is that uh, so many people are addicted to chess that there's a lot of ancillary ways that you can make money, not just from playing. So that, there's, a, there's a lot of people who are employed by chess one way or the other, just not all by playing. Do you see yourself as somebody who makes her full-time income from chess and then dabbles in other stuff? Or do you see you yourself as someone who has combined a few different disciplines to make a full-time living? Um, really, uh, well, I, 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 yeah, I've got a lot of stuff going on. So like, it's probably like half chess and half poker. So, okay, so I've got a, a lot of different jobs. I try to keep really busy just because it's it's great in poker to be able to have a lot of work because then you can be more aggressive with your bankroll management. Ooh, so if a... you've got uh, money coming in that's steady, you don't have to worry about being quite as nitty about stuff. And I'm pretty nitty at heart when it comes to uh, bankroll management. So it's useful for me to have these these ways to be more aggressive. So tell our listeners, I mean, I'm reading all sorts of interesting things in your bio, but before we even get to them, could you tell us how it is you became a championship chess player? Sure. I mean, I learned at a very young age from my father, and then I um, wasn't actually that, that interested right away, but um, after, after high school, I, just, I somehow like really jumped back into it. I was a bit intimidated at first because my brother and my father were both, were both very strong masters before I started to get serious about it. But um, luckily, I decided to give it another go, and it turned out really well the second time around, which I feel like is a great story for people who think that if they don't click with something right away, that maybe they're not that good at it or they're hopeless. 
Well, I think that sometimes people give too much stock on their uh, their first experiences with sports or games. And uh, there are certain types of people who just need to sink into something a little bit more before it really catches fire. So that, that's how I uh, got really good at chess. And then I, I obviously, once I became um, obsessed with it, I studied a lot and played a lot and uh, eventually won a couple of titles. There's the general impression that to be really good at chess, you have to be, as we say, uh, wicked smart. Uh, or you have to be a genius or something to be really competitive at the top of the chess world. Is that true, or can somebody make themselves uh, into a champion just by good old hard work? Oh, definitely, you can make it by hard work. To be like number, to be the world champion, it seems uh, obvious to me that you have to work really hard and be um, super talented. But to be a very, very strong player, even grandmaster, I think. Um, hard work can get a lot of people most of the way. Uh, and it's also sometimes very hard to decipher talent from passion. So I always find that question kind of hard. Usually if somebody just loves chess and like wants to do it and think about it all the time, um, sometimes it's difficult to really distinguish that from being super talented. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back with more House of Cards after a quick break. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. You're listening to the House of Cards. The way I see it, poker's like some kind of cosmic metaphor. It's like even though the cards fall in a random order that you can't possibly predict, you can still beat them. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. All right. Well, that's very interesting. I am curious because your your bio speaks to the fact that you created hula chess and naked chess. What are they? Well, those are like art installations. Actually, right now, the, the World Chess Museum, which is the World Chess Hall of Fame, which is a chess museum in St. Louis, has um, naked chess um, on display with like a bunch of other works by female artists like Yoko Ono and Rachel Whiteread. So that's really cool. And that's just a reversal of a famous photograph by Marcel Duchamp of Marcel Duchamp playing against a naked woman. So it was just this like archetypal photo using like the female nude and the clothed male. And it's supposed to be funny because chess is so engrossing that the man wasn't looking at this beautiful um, naked woman that he was just too focused on the chess position. So with naked chess, I reversed this and I uh, played against a naked man. So ah. that was that. And hula chess is probably my favorite piece that I ever made with, with my boyfriend, uh, Daniel. Um, we created this kind of combination of hula hooping and chess so that you're working out and playing chess at the same time, which is this great combination of mind body Okay. Well, fair enough. I, I must say, I feel like I am interviewing a contestant in the most interesting person in the world. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. No, I, I didn't hear that. Oh, well, I mean, your background is so varied and it has so many different 
uh, levels of competence, both from being a uh, championship chess player to the world of art to thinking about the metaphysical connection between hula hooping and playing chess. I'm wondering, how did you enter the world of poker and why? Well, my uh, my brother actually convinced me because he was like just really thriving in that world as well. And I got into it in that way. And then I, then I really started, again, it took me a little while to get kind of hooked, but I, when I did, I got really hooked. So. so this is the same brother who is the grandmaster chess uh, competitor, also is a great poker player? Exactly. And is he also a world-class artist and uh, psychiatrist and uh, swimmer? As well? I mean, this family <laughs> sounds amazing. What don't you do? Is your father also a great poker player? He loves poker. He plays really well, too. But um, he's more into, like, backgammon and chess. <laughs> I could just, I'm just having this picture in my head of you inviting your boyfriend or some earlier version of your boyfriend over to your family for some very, you know, fun, relaxed night of games. And it's, the father comes in and says, oh, you, do you play chess? He says, yeah, I play a little. And he destroys him in chess. And then the brother comes over and a couple of other people from the family and you say, how about a friendly game of poker? And you destroy him at poker. And this poor guy <laughs> coming over and everybody in the family is so super talented. Um, I, ha I have some more questions. First of all, tell us about the Open Face High Roller Championship. Is that Open Face Chinese poker or something different? Yeah, open face Chinese poker. I, I loved that game from the very beginning. And I got started really on the ground floor with it. So it was nice because I was able to kind of develop a theory and get really good. Well, so that was the biggest poker title I've won so far. Do you have other poker titles that you've won as yeah, well? Yeah, smaller ones, but that's a, that, that was really the big one. Do you play poker in St. Louis? Do you play at the Ameristar or any of the other rooms there? Yeah, I played once in Lumiere, and I think once in another place my friend took me to. Maybe it was Marisar. But usually I'm so busy when I'm in St. Louis with uh, the chess activities, which are involved. They employ, like, dozens of people, and all of whom are really interested in chess and art and, you know, helping kids. So generally I'm, my dance card is pretty full when I go to St. Louis, so I save the poker for Vegas and Stars trips and whatnot. Okay. Well, tell us about some of your writing. I mean, uh, not only have you done all this stuff, but apparently I'm, I'm reading your biography. It says working on her next book project, implying that there have been a number of books. Tell us about your writing. Well, I've written a couple books. Yes, I wrote Chess Bitch, and that was about women in, in, in chess. It was subtitled Women in the Ultimate Intellectual Sport. And then I wrote a book kind of for kids, which, which I consider a prequel to Chess Bits. It's called Play Like a Girl. And the idea is that little girls whose parents might not want them to read Chess Bits yet can be inspired by Play Like a Girl, which is a collection of chess checkmates and combinations all by female champions. That's and then, yeah, I'm going to write another book soon, I think. But I. That's I enough. Write. Yeah. That's it's enough. Not far I'm long impressed. to really talk about. So. I guess I wonder, I've always thought that to be super competitive in chess, you really had to stay with it. It wasn't the type of thing that you could do and leave and then come back to. Are you still at the level you were when you were the U.S. chess champion? Um, or have you now gone into other arenas and you've kind of left the super competitive world of chess behind? I've left the super competitive uh, world of chess behind a bit. Yeah, it's a bit too... It's a, it's an amazing game, and I sometimes wish I had the time to devote fully to it, but then there's all these other things, so you kind of have to be, like, fully in chess, or at least, like, 80% in, whereas I'm, like, right now I'm doing a lot of poker and uh, writing and art stuff, so I'm, like, I still love chess, but I, um, I, I'm not playing, like, on the hyper-competitive level anymore. All right. Well, our listeners, for those of you that just tuned in, we're talking with Jennifer Shahadi. She is multi-talented chess champion, now a poker champion, a writer, a coach. Uh, I guess you actually work on the training site, Run It Once. Do you still do that? Yes, I do. I do. I, I, I do uh, open face videos for them for the most part. But I also, yeah, I, I love that site. It's great. This uh, poker player, Phil Galfon, started it, and 
it's just such a great group of intellectuals uh, who make videos about poker strategy. And it's really fun because, like, if you're not, if you know, if you're disappointed by your last poker tournament or something, you kind of fire it up. And you remember that in the end, poker is not, well, at least not for me, it's honestly not just about winning money. Because I think if you're, if you go into poker to try to just win money, you're probably going to be disappointed because you're not going to be passionate enough in it to succeed. And things like run at once remember, make you remember that in the end, it's like an intellectual endeavor. And if you approach it in that way, you're actually more likely to be successful. I'd like you to give our listeners your website so that they can read more about you and follow your adventures in the world. Well, I, I probably mo- update most on Twitter and Instagram at this point because it seems like those are the platforms that people use. Okay. So I, I, I really like um, you know, posting fun photos from my trips and some of my artistic pics at Instagram, Jen Shahadi, and then on Twitter, that's where I do like poker updates and kind of links to anything interesting that I'm doing, whether it's something in St. Louis, like a broadcast of a top tournament or a poker stars event um, where I'm like doing well, I kind of give some updates. Terrific. Well, for those that don't know, Jennifer Shahadi spells her last name S-H- A-H-A-D-E, Jennifer Shahadi, and you can check her out on Twitter and Instagram. Jennifer, this was great. Jen Shahadi on both of those platforms. Oh, Jen with J-E-N with one N. Okay, J-E-N Shahadi. Very good. Jen, you have been a fascinating guest. I'm eager to follow your career and perhaps meet you. I go to Las Vegas during the World Series as well. And uh, wonderful interview. Glad you came on. Oh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, that'll be great. See you in Las Vegas. Okay, very good. Take care. Bye, thanks. Listeners, that was Jennifer Shahadi. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra-long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. 
Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave Weishato from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of March 14th, 2016. Virginia has become the first state to allow fantasy sports sites to legally operate in the state. Governor Terry McAuliffe signed the Fantasy Contest Act into law, which would regulate the sites. The sites must pay a $50,000 a year fee, ensure all players are 18 and above, and ban employees of fantasy sites from playing. According to the law, the state's Department of Agriculture and Consumer Service will be in charge of overseeing the industry. Police in Maryland are alleging that an armed robbery of a casino patron was carried out using high-tech means. According to authorities, Kevin Darnell Carroll of Baltimore and an accomplice staked out the Horseshoe Casino and placed a GPS device on the car of a frequent visitor. Allegedly, the device led the robbers to the home of the patron, where they took $6,000 away from him at gunpoint. And finally, a staffer for Senator John McCain's Senate campaign is facing federal charges after a visit to Bucky's Casino in Prescott, Arizona. Lays Lawrence Bags, while waiting for a friend outside of the casino, tore down the casino's shuttle sign, then threw it into the air as he entered the casino. Bags was arrested for disorderly conduct and permanently banned from the casino. He'll be lucky if he isn't permanently banned from the campaign as well. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom@houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at virgincasino.com with promo code VIRGIN and you'll get up to $100 real cash back, plus for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 or over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a waiter required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and date supply. Gambling problem? Call one 800 gambler you're listening to the house of cards that's a problem when you've written a book about the game everybody knows what you're thinking or do they make it a thousand did you even look at your hand well i didn't have to because i saw you look at yours i'm gonna fold very smart that's one free lesson the next one's gonna cost you
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, and we have we try to always get guests who can enhance the poker playing experience of our listeners, either with information or, in this case, with a product. So we're very happy to introduce Chip Gray, who is the, I believe, the owner and CEO of Pro Caliber Poker Tables. Chip, are you there? Yes, sir. So I got the name. Are you the CEO? That's correct. Thanks for having us on. You bet. So tell our listeners what exactly a Pro Caliber table is and how it's different from the kitchen table. Oh, man, there's no comparison to the kitchen table. Yeah, we build custom poker tables. Um, direct to consumer, we specialize in um, customized gaming tables. Uh, we don't sell to casinos or anything. Uh, we have custom imprints available on our site, and we have uh, a number of different gaming tables to suit different needs. Um, you know, your gaming needs, your size needs, uh, whatever it is, we can uh, accommodate it. All right, well, let's start with some of the variables. How big and how small is the range of your poker table sizes? Uh, Typically, um, most folks buy the full-size table, which is 4 foot by 8 foot. Sometimes uh, they like to go a little longer and get a 9 foot. Most casinos have 9 foot, and some people get used to uh, that size and want that in their home. But as you can imagine, nine foot is pretty big. And then you have to have space for all those people around that. So um, you have to have the, you know, a lot of area to accommodate that size table. Um, We sell tables down to four foot around. And those, uh, a lot of, a lot of folks get those have apartments and limited space. And uh, those can have uh, folding legs. So you can fold them up and, store the table away. And uh, our folding legs are very, very sturdy. Um, they're, the, they're the best folding legs we've found. They also adjust, uh, allow the table to adjust in height. So everything we use on our tables, all materials are, of course, the, uh, you know, the best we can find. And, um, but yeah, in regards to size, yeah, they, they range, but typically four foot around all the way up to uh, four foot by nine feet. Okay, I got a sense of the size variation. You said the smaller ones are circular, the longer ones are just like the oblong ones that you see in the casino. What are some of the other variables or all of the other variables that are available for somebody who wants to customize their table? What types of things can a buyer select to make their table special? Sure. I You know, I think the two, the two main things are – uh, dealer versus no dealer, and then racetrack versus no racetrack. So the we call our table the tourney table, which is like a standard poker table, no dealer position. Um, we call that the tourney. Um, and then our dealer's choice and casino models are full-size, four-foot by eight-foot tables with dealer positions. So, you know, the dealer position is a main is you know the biggest variable where, you know, it depends on your game. You know, do you have your buddies over and you guys rotate dealer, or do you have you know kind of a cash game and um, have a dedicated dealer, or just have a dedicated dealer, uh, however that may be, and you want a dealer position. <clears throat> and then in regards to racetrack versus no racetrack, it's really a personal preference. Um, you know, some people like it. So for listeners who don't, don't know, the racetrack refers to a wooden circle about, what is it, about three inches wide that goes along the contour of the table next to the exterior cushion, if you have a cushion, on which to set your chips so that the chips have a firm surface and can be easily stacked as opposed to the felt, which you can also stack your chips on, but it's not quite as firm a base. Is that what the racetrack is? Correct. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Uh, you know, the, the racetrack is um, it's wood. We have a number of finishes that are available for that wood area. But, yeah, it's the wood strip in between the armrest and the center playing surface. So, uh, like, we have black loss and 
a painted uh, hammered metal silver finish. Um, cool. Some of the traditional wood, walnut. Um, silver finish. Doesn't that reflect the cards? No, no, it, it's not. A, <laughs> it, we call it hammered metal. Yeah, it's, it's not silver. It's not reflective. It's not anything like that. Okay. Uh, it, it's just a really neat modern finish. It's not, uh, no, no, certainly nothing like that. Good, because I play uh, just. It, it, you know, I'll tell you real quick, you know, that's kind of one of those things that kind of set us apart. You know, some of our finishes that you just can't find anywhere else. You know, to have that option of, you know, silver or gloss black, it's just not available in a lot of right. places. And, you know, you have that option with us. And people people enjoy it. I mean, most of our tables kind of have that modern look. Most people want that hammered hammered metal racetrack or that gloss black. Yes, I wish I had it on my table. Let me ask you this. This may be kind of crazy, but I have seen custom tables that have illumination on the table, like lights uh, for decorative purposes, of course, and or uh, cameras. Do you have any tables where you can actually have a uh, a whole camera installed if somebody wants to uh, stream a tournament from their house? Um, that's something I I won't really speak to because that's kind of a patented ish. That's kind of a patented thing, and I don't really quite know the details behind that. Uh, we've just always stayed away from it because, again, our target market doesn't care about that. Now, right, the lights right. is a different issue. The lights is something that we're going to roll at, but the table has to be constructed differently. So we've built those before. Um, we don't show them on the site because we're going to have another product to where that's kind of an option. The way we build our tables now, you know, we stay really busy doing what we do. So we try to have a lot of options, a lot of finish options, but, you know, we, we kind of do things a certain way, and obviously people do ask for lights, and so that's something that we obviously need to accommodate, uh, and, and we've recognized that for some time. So um, that will certainly be uh, rolled out okay. very soon. I had a couple of other questions before we're done here. Um by the way, I got to tell our listeners, I have not ordered my table through you because before I even discovered you, I had already ordered a custom table. But I do have a custom-made table, and there is nothing like getting a table that fits the specific designs, the felt color, the felt designs, the cushions if you want them, the cup holders, the pedestal uh, legs or the folding. You, you got to design everything. It's just so much better than buying it on a, off the rack at the local department store or through the mail, through one of those mail order companies that has the relatively cheap stuff. So, listeners, I just want you to know that custom tables are great. But here are a couple more questions for you. First of all, how long between me getting the urge and calling you up and ordering or ordering online and picking all the stuff and actually getting the damn table in my house? What's the turnaround time? Uh, on, on average, we usually tell people two weeks. You know, the, wow, the, that's fast. the assembly, the shipping. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we have most every, you know, we have templates cut. We have, you know, it's not as essentially built from scratch. Like I say, you know, we try to keep, you know, our, we focus on our main models, you know, and, um, and so we, we can turn them around uh, relatively quickly with, obviously, without skimping on, you know, uh, craftsmanship or taking any shortcuts. But it's just that, you know, we, we know what people want. You know, we've done this long enough, and so we kind of have the, the products available and a lot of things kind of already cut and and ready to upholster and finish in whatever um, style and colors they may need. Okay. What about the other stuff that you might want with a table, like, for example, chairs or chips or, you know, uh, chip racks or uh, cards? Do you have that kind of stuff, too? Yeah, we have all of those products available on our site as well. Um, all of the we, – we really enjoy uh, Copags. Uh, we, we sell those on our site. Um for no real reason, but exclusively, um, we have sell chairs, chip sets. Uh, chairs are kind of a different beast. A, a lot of people um, just get those and try to find them online or somewhere local to where they live. Because once I mean, you think, you know, 10 chairs and then shipping and, you know, it, it, it can add up. And a lot of people um, over the, you know, it, it's certainly a request, but but it's just something that we just haven't quite honestly had the time to. Yeah, I understand. I was just asking. um, I was just asking. Now, here's the big question. Cost. Give me an idea of the range of costs 
from your you know relatively inexpensive models to all the bells and whistles and everything totally customized fancy what's your range of prices you know uh, most people are getting a customized table you know one of our imprints modifications to colors or adding their name you know shipped to them for around 800 900 dollars you know they they can the, the range is anywhere from you know 600 up to you know 2000 but typically our our sweet spot and most of our customers are are walking away with a nice and awesome table shipped to them delivered for around 800 bucks and what kind and, of you know, uh, that's very that's inexpensive last that's a good deal decades. What kind of uh, guarantees do you provide? Do you stand by your product? Uh, if somebody, I mean, I, I don't know, if, if somebody orders something yeah, we, and they, they just don't like sure. it, can they send it back? How does that work? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't like what we send them can send it right back. Uh, I can tell you in the five, six years, um, that's never happened. We've had a couple people where they've come back and upgraded, where they bought one and then, well, um, yeah, it, it depends. But, yeah, no, that's, that's never happened. But, yeah, we stand behind it. I mean, we'll, we'll take it right back. But Good. Um, Good. You know, so give us your website. Give us your website so folks that are listening that want to order a Pro Caliber table can do so. Yeah, yeah, ProCaliberPoker.com. That's easy, ProCaliberPoker.com. Well, thanks, Chip. We've enjoyed having you on. Well, thanks for having us. I sure do appreciate it. Okay. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. If you're a poker player and in New Jersey, you can play me online at WSOP.com New Jersey, Monday, March 21st at 6 p.m. And not only do you get to play against me for a few hands, but you would also play for a free entry into the Harris Atlantic City WSOP Circuit Main Event on March 23rd and 24th. Just head on over to HouseOfCardsRadio.com and click on the link that says, What else? Play Dave to go to the WSOP.com website. Sign up and then buy into Monday's qualifier for the Harris main event. It's that simple. Play me and play for a chance to get into the main event at Harris Atlantic City. All on WSOP.com in New Jersey. 
Play Me, Monday, March 21st at 6 p.m. Remember, Monday, March 21st at 6 p.m. And play for a chance to get into the main event at Harris Atlantic City. All on WSOP.com in New Jersey. Go to HouseOfCardsRadio.com and click on the link that says Play Dave. You're listening to the House of Cards. Brunson, Gus Hansen, Seidel. Ain't nothing special. Watch them on TV back in my house, and it's just so freaking obvious to me that they're bluffing. <laughs> I know, man. I can always tell what they've got. Oh, sure. It's obvious when ESPN is showing you their whole cards. There's no whole card cam here. You want to know what I'm holding? You're going to have to read my face. everybody welcome back you are listening to house of cards i'm ashley adams i'm joined now for the mailbag segment by my handsome producer dave weishattel dave what do you got for us this week well we got a question from alan from tabernacle new jersey always love the name of that town Never been there, but I love the name of it. I always see the signs on the way to Atlantic City. Holy Moses, not yep. Tabernacle. <laughs> Tabernacle. And Alan writes, When I was at the table at my local casino, one that will remain nameless, I noticed weird behavior between two of the other players. I did not want to accuse anyone of cheating if, it wasn't, if I wasn't sure of it. What are some of the signs of cheating? And if you suspect it, what is the proper course of action for a player to do? Also, can you get any signs of cheating if you are playing online? It's a little too broad for me to give a satisfactory answer, yeah. but here's what I would say. First off, what's weird? He didn't say what yeah, was weird. Yeah, I don't know what. So I mean, are they showing each other their cards? <laughs> are they, you know, signaling in some conspicuous way? Are they mouthing things like five of hearts? <laughs> uh, I have encountered, from my knowledge, very little cheating, either in casinos or online. But what I have seen and it was on rare occasion in a casino, was collusion. When you say collusion, what are you looking for when you see collusion? What I mean by collusion is generally it would take the form of somebody deliberately raising another player in order to drive a third unrelated player out of the hand. As far as what to do if you think two people are colluding, one is to just be aware of it and you know, play your game and not worry about it because if they're colluding, there's not much they can do if you're playing a really strong hand and and they think they've got you and they're deliberately pumping up the pot and you might end up winning more money. But if you think they're doing something underhanded and it's making you uncomfortable and you think it's giving them an advantage or the pot is getting too big uh, sometimes and you think they're deliberately doing it, do not even think about mentioning it or just leave the game. That's my guess. Because Get up and walk away. If it's in person, if it's live, there is no way, absolutely no way during the play of the hand that the dealer or the floor or the poker room manager can do anything about it. What you might do is, if you believe that it's happened and you have some cause, you might leave the game, talk to the poker room manager and say, look, I don't know what you can do. I don't know if you've heard complaints before, but these two people sitting at the in the t- game seem to be playing as a team. I noticed many times they were raising and then one would fold after or not like that. You might report it, but they can't prove it. But if they get enough complaints, maybe they'll ask the person to leave or whatever. This is one of those examples where online is better than live because online – the casino site, let's say it's Poker Stars or Party Poker or whatever the uh, – what's the one in New Jersey where we – No, we, Party Poker. Party Poker. They can check hand histories. Yep. And yep. they can actually verify that there are hands that are so irregular, so irregularly played that if they see a pattern, they can conclude it looks like there's collusion between these two guys from – Tabernacle, New Jersey, okay, yeah. let's say. Well, see, that always freaks me out, too. I'm always aware of when you're playing online, you can see where people are sitting. You, they give you the town where they're at. And when I see two players from the same town, I'm thinking, boy, are these guys in the same room with each other or something like that? Or So that gets... Uh, Maybe. And if it makes you uncomfortable, you should leave because just by nature of the fact that you are uncomfortable makes it a game in which you might not want to play just because you're distracted. But I would mention it to the site. 
And if it's live and you really think you have something, I would mention it to the poker room manager. Don't expect anything. It happened. Now, of course, in the bad old days in California, this kind of thing happened a lot when people were dealing their own cards. And you might notice stuff in home games, but that's not what this person is talking about. Have you ever seen anything yeah. with regard to shit you have? Yeah. I, I saw in a home game. This is the most I've ever seen. Somebody I knew, when he was shuffling the cards, after he riffled shuffled, which is the standard shuffle, yep. he would do an overhand, hand-overhand, side shuffle which some players just do. When he was doing that, he was doing it very slowly, and he was looking down at the cards when they were split apart. And I knew, at least I was confident, he was looking to get a peek at the cards when he was shuffling them to see where certain cards were. What I did was, I wasn't about to say, you're cheating, stop it, because I knew he would get defensive and upset. So I just said, you know... The way you're shuffling those cards, somebody might think you were looking at them and trying to gain an advantage. I'm sure you're not, Mm -hmm. but I would just suggest that you not shuffle them in that way. And it stopped. So that'll do it. Uh, Listeners, good luck and good day, and come back next week. podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com